0: Hey guys, and welcome to the Anime Coffee House. Um, So, this is actually a second recording, because little me decided that uh, I just wasn't going to record my voice for some reason. So, we try to get these out normally on a Tuesday. Uh, I'm going to try and get this ready and to go by the end of the day. It's going to be a little late, maybe tomorrow morning, but... uh, so yeah, I mean, like it was a uh, definitely a rude awakening when I realized that uh, my mic decided it just wasn't going to turn on, uh, and I somehow I never noticed it. But uh, here we are. We're gonna do this again. Do it better, hopefully, maybe. Um, so. If you didn't know, we said it last week, we're going to be doing our anime for spring season review. Uh, We're trying to stick more to new anime because we don't need to talk about sequels because most people, they've already been watching. They know the sequels. They know they're going to watch it if they're not going to watch it. So this is purely uh, newer anime, so don't get butthurt if you don't see My Hero Academia or Fruits Baskets or uh, How to Summon a Demon Lord or anything involving slime. (laughs) uh that, <laughs> that stuff has its fan base everyone knows that they're gonna watch it we're trying to stick purely to like new ips that are out there um and we're gonna try to go the order of popularity so if a show you want you been curious about you want to hear about it will be up higher in the list compared to what we've watched to the more obscure stuff that we decided to pick up randomly um
1: Not to say the more obscure stuff isn't good, because there's some stuff that I'm surprised didn't rank higher in terms of popularity. I mean, this is going off my anime list, which isn't the most accurate of sites at all, but it's the best we found, so it is what it is.
0: Yes, my anime list is the most used when it comes to anime list of anything. People like go to it and a lot of people when they start listening they go to my anime list. It's the first thing that they they just go off of my anime list so it gets the most traction of anime websites. So our first up to bat uh, Controversial Anime. Uh, Nicole didn't get past the first episode. I've been watching it consistently and that is Do Not Toy With Me Miss Nagatoro-san. First off I gotta say overall it's a fun and cute anime. But... Same reason... Nicole dropped it within like... Five minutes of watching it. And I feel... It was
1: more like... I made it like... Two thirds of the way through.
0: Um, the first episode is god awful. Uh, it is just... A girl... Bullying a guy... Until he cries. That's the first episode. And it's just... It's hard to watch. You're like... What, what is the point of this? This makes... Sh- no sense... Um, and then at the end it's condoned by him saying, oh, she's a girl and she's attractive. So at least she's talking to me, which is just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, it's just, I know it's a thing. I know it happens. Like pretty girls and good looking men, like they get away with stuff. More stuff than, you know, say ugly people or not so gifted people. Uh, They definitely get more leeway. But the way she was attacking this kid... And the fact that she made him cry and then made fun of him for crying, like it's just no one in their right mind would ever put up with that, no matter how hot you think the girl is. Um, so it's definitely gonna be a show that triggers people that are uh, easily well triggered. Like that's bullying's a big thing in our society, and that's just something that's gonna piss people off. Um. But as the show goes on, it does get more lighthearted and funny and cutesy. You still have that little poke fun at each other thing that she does earlier, but it, it gets a lot less, uh, like, menacing. It's just more of a something you do to poke fun at somebody you like. like. It's kind of like that whole, when you were in elementary school, and, you know, you pulled on the girl's hair that you liked because you didn't know how to talk to her, but you thought she was cute, so you wanted to get her attention, so you pulled on her hair. That's kind of how she acts. It's like, oh, I like this guy, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to poke fun at him. I'm going to mess with him. I'm going to tease him just because I enjoy, you know, seeing how he gets, you know, flustered because it means that he obviously finds me attractive and enjoys it. So overall, I... Uh, I do like this show. It is something about it that just makes me keep watching it. It's fun, it's cute, and like I'm always curious the mischief that's gonna go on through it. Um People who care about music, it's very uh it's not like something you're gonna bang your head to. The song is you know, it's okay, it fits the show very well. Uh so and the visuals are very nice but it's not one that you're really going to want to put on your you know spotify or your soundcloud playlist and, and bang too so overall, yeah.
1: I, I will did... say it looked very nice like whoever whoever animated her sadistic face did a very good job like aesthetically it looked great i just dropped it purely because it's not my cup of tea that's all it is but you know if it's your cup of tea that's great <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I gave it a 6, which on my scaling, which I try to make the point, is 5 is meh. You know, 6 is okay, 7 good, great, amazing, must watch. You know, anything under a 5 is normally just, you know, shit tier, don't watch it. Like, if he it, if it gets anything below a 5, they get to 4 or 3, then it, you just, I probably won't even talk about it because it's just that bad. It doesn't deserve to even be in the light. <laughs> So that's Miss Nagatoro-san. I guess there's other problems. A lot of stuff. A lot of controversy around it. But it's fun. It's cute. If you like cutesy, you know, wholesome to an extent, there's some fan service, but it does have wholesome, cute moments. So you should enjoy this one.
1: (laughs) Alright, next up is To Your Eternity. Now, this is I think this show, I'm not sure if you agree with me, I think of all the shows this season, this one has the most potential to be something great. We are off to sort of a slow start. However, it had one of the best first episodes I've ever seen. Like, I did not consent to having my heartstrings tugged on like that. I think I was crying already, maybe halfway through the episode. By the time it was over, I felt like I had watched an entire movie um and it just looked great. It sounded great. I heard about this manga a while ago, so I had actually been waiting a while to for it to come out, and I wasn't disappointed. Even though, as I said, and I know, like that, that's one of your things too—the slow start. Um, but in a nutshell, I really like this one. I think it could be something special.
0: Yeah. Um. Like we talked about, how I said Nakatomi was the probably one of the worst first episodes I've ever seen. This is easily arguably the best first episode I've ever seen it does it does a great job of the writing of explaining the world and like what you're going to be following and it puts you on like a little section of this world where you're in like a tundra icy wasteland uh and you only meet one kid who's barely surviving as it is who is left there by his family and you just grow attached to this kid so fast and you see what's you know what's going to happen you're like oh Oh God! And yeah, as you, you see it happening. It's just yeah, and then like it just starts to really pull on you. Like once he gets, he eventually gets hurt, and he falls in ice cold water. So you know he's gonna get sick, along with the the injury. It's probably gonna get infected, and all oh, you you know what's gonna happen. And this
1: yeah, you see this. I knew it was over as soon as he fell in that lake. I was like, no, <laughs> it's over.
0: Yeah, it was. It's definitely a. Oh shit! Like, cause you know how the world works, and they don't—they don't pull any punches, and cause it's anime, it's this is what's gonna happen. Uh, and you have this, you know, optimistic kid, and you just see all that optimism get beaten out of him in 22 minutes, and it's just an amazing production of how what this show can be. And after they introduce you to different characters who are obviously gonna be more mainstay, so they're not. As built yet, but I found him not nearly as interesting. Uh, I'm not one for characters who can't talk, so the main character, the main um antagonist, the orb, the whatever they call him, Fum, Fum, Fushi. Fushi, that Fushi. they yeah, they, they start calling him like he can't speak yet, which I find weird that he can understand like to an extent of what people are saying, but yet he can't speak. But he starts to pick it up, and I just hope that that gets picked up faster because there's just something about like mute main characters that bothers me but based off that first episode this could easily jump to best of the season to a must watch for anime in general
1: yeah I have high hopes for this I feel as if it could be a modern masterpiece dare I say but I am a sucker for these types of stories where it's Very, It gets you very emotionally invested, and I I love adventures, love a good mix. It seems like it's going to have a good mix of action and slice of life and all those elements. It definitely does have a very bittersweet... There's times, as you were saying, there's times of optimism, but the story also has a very bittersweet sort of sad undertone to it. Yeah, there's a
0: hidden darkness in this world that they slowly are feeding out to you um well it's
1: about i think it's about you know human life and the hardships and how things don't really always go the way you want them to to go for example there's that scene where um, Perona, the older sister, is aiming the arrow at Haise, and she's aiming, and because this is an anime, you're like, oh, for sure, she's gonna shoot her in the face, and she misses. She gets her in the hand, but she still misses, and that was just a really good moment of how, you know, that's the reality, I guess, if that yeah, makes they, sense.
0: Yeah, they pull up this whole thing with, you know how in anime, like, somebody will beat their head against the wall trying to learn something, and then in, in like, a hyper uh intense situation they normally are able to make it come out on top and they can do the thing that they had not been able to do whereas in this they show the more realistic yeah she's been trained to use a bow and arrow for you know they don't explain how long but it seems like it's been a while so mm-hmm. she gets to this point where she's going to try to save her like adopted type sister and she tries to shoot the arrow and she still fails even how much all, much, all that she's trained even though she has to hit the shot she still fails because she's just not like, very good she's at shooting
1: not a bow. An, Yeah, not a professional arrow. As the show goes on, she does thing.
0: all this other crazy shit, and you're like, why are you so focused on using an arrow when she's done like hand to hand combat, used knives, created things, and you're like, why is she so focused on a bow when she's able to do all this other stuff? It just doesn't add up.
1: To, I don't
0: know. Like, maybe they'll explain more. Um, the animation is beautiful, it has a great soundtrack. The opening probably the best op of the season
1: me too uh
0: it's it's very it has like great build-up it's It's a beautiful Mm -hmm. song with like the slow build-up the singer's voice is really soft and clear and it speeds up in important times of the visuals which is just a very great and beautiful uh song ending i don't really remember the ending very much but i do know like that the soundtrack that goes on especially during that like wolf first bear fight was definitely hyped you up uh, so so far with this i hate to to rate it but to give you a base of where i'm sitting at with it i'd give it like a 6.5 with where it's at right now no matter how good the first episode was it i almost dropped it by that fourth episode because i was just so bored like it just felt like nothing was really happening and stuff that was happening just I didn't like how it was playing out, but I can see the potential of it jumping to an 8, or maybe even a 9, depending on where the story goes.
1: Yeah, I'd I'd agree with that. I hope it ends up being a long-running anime. I'm not really sure how long the manga is, or how much the first season is adapting, but it seems as if there's a lot of material, so hopefully it'll be a long-running thing. Because this doesn't seem there, yeah. As you were saying, with the slow progression, it doesn't really seem as if this can be wrapped up in how in like what in one or two seasons. But we'll see. I'm definitely going to keep watching this, but yeah. So there you have it.
0: <laughs> okay. Um. Next that we have here is
1: another controversial anime. Apparent, more people are watching. Apparently, it's the third most popular of the shows that we've watched between us two which sort of surprised me because it's not that i i I don't really pay much attention to twitter but i haven't heard many people talking about this but apparently a lot of people are watching
0: yeah um i'm gonna let you say it since apparently i always say it wrong
1: (laughs) oh okay so it's um hold on i got this it's after I got rejected, I shaved and then I brought home a high school runaway. It's I've heard different variations of the title, but there you have it and the plot is pretty much what the what the title says in a nutshell.
0: <laughs> yeah, the first episode is just the title. Like that's literally what happens in the first episode is the title. Guy gets, you know, takes a girl out, gets rejected, gets drunk, goes home, ends up you know adopting in a way this high school runaway uh without any recollection of doing it he's and he's just like oh well i can't let her go because he so you start to learn that this girl's been on the run for about six months and she's been doing uh naughty things to stay alive such as you know alluring men and using her body to get what she wants and to get things from them um uh, and stuff like that. And this guy sees that from the get-go. He's like, oh, she must be doing this for a while. She has no remorse or no... what's."
1: Well, I, I don't think remorse is the right word. But just he wants to help put her on the right track. Because she's just so lost. And she has a bad past too. Uh, she comes from some sort of abuse. That is what they make it seem like. So he basically wants to help her out. And, and help her get her life together in a nutshell. So they start living together and it's very slice of lifey. I had higher hopes for this as sort of a drama because the topic it's not it's not a very nice topic, but it is something that happens and I do like when animes cover those sort of difficult subjects. You know, as long as they're not promoting something that isn't morally good. But yeah, I I was hoping for more of that drama human life aspect but it just it's been very slice of lifey and just very mid-tier in my opinion
0: yeah and they have this good chance to touch on a topic you said that isn't touched on as much in today's society so when they do this show and it has about a 10 year gap he's 26 she's around 16 17 and they hint at them like possibly falling in love and having that type of relationship Most of the time in our culture today, when you see it in a show or uh, a movie, it's normally based, you know, in medieval times where that was more accepted. And you see stuff like that compared to, you know, today, 2021, where people would, even in Japan where the legal age is like 13 or 14 for consent, they still look down on that because to them, it's still a child and you take advantage of their, you know, naiveness. Mm-hmm. So they have a really good opportunity to kind of tell a story about, you know, that topic. And I personally would prefer if it didn't lean towards the romance side because it, it's still just kind of like, even if she is more mentally mature in some ways and, you know, still naive in others, it doesn't. She's still only sixteen, and you still grow a lot within those four years or so when you get into your twenties. And like I know in society, if it was a twenty-year-old and a thirty-year-old, you're not looking at it. It's not okay, you know. Whatever she's, she knows what she wants. She wants to settle down early or something. He's, you know, he got a young girl. Like you, you, you fist bumping the guy. You're looking at to go a little questionable. you are like, okay, whatever, it's fine. It's not that big of a gap. But when it goes from 26 to 16, it's the same gap, different outlook. You're thinking, okay, this guy can't get a girl his own age, so he's picking on high school girls. And you're looking at him as a dirty pervert, and then she's just a naive girl who wants to feel like an adult. Um, So I would definitely like this to go more towards the brother-sister-to-father-daughter vibe, where it's they become more of like a family and they just help each other out compared to falling in love and and that thing even though she is in love with him he he hasn't showed any interest towards her in that way although he does say that she's very pretty and attractive it doesn't mean that he would ever actually do it so it's it's in that weird gray area
1: Yeah, I'm sort of just sitting and waiting to see what this show is actually going to be about, but it's already six or seven episodes in, and it's just, still for me, just very mid-tier, just here's this thing that happened, and I'm like, okay, but are you going to go deeper into that? I would also like to know more about Yoshida's past, sort of what led him to deciding to do this. I mean, they do say he's just generally a very nice guy and just wants to do good, but we'll see. And then, of course, he's... Of course they also introduce him as this guy who, you know, can't can't get a girlfriend. He's in love with his like big his big titty boss of three or five, however many years, and she is the one who rejects him and then there's all of a sudden this whole slew of women at after him, so it sort of turns into this also harem thing in a way. Which okay, I can deal with that. It's not it's fine, nothing wrong with that. It's just that the show isn't going in the direction I hoped it would go. Yeah, but
0: it's, it's- it kind of does that in a way where they don't they don't explain his past very like you said. So you don't know if maybe he's had girlfriends in the past that didn't work out. So then maybe he fell in love with his boss and just he's one of those guys that just is so focused on one person. He doesn't see the people around him that maybe would like him like his coworker worker that likes him that you find out has a crush on him because he's been real nice to her and helped her like she works under <laughs> him. And he could have easily fired her a long time ago because she was a wreck and terrible at her job. But he just keeps trying to help her and trying to, you know, he sees that she works hard and she comes to work. So he, he believes in her to go ahead. And so she falls in love with him. And it's like, so it's very easy, at least as a guy to see his point of view where like, guys can be very tunnel vision, you know? Like if we have our set, eyes set on one girl, like it could take, it takes a lot to get our vision to change and notice what's around us to an extent. Like obviously most guys can point oh this girl likes me, but you know, I'm I'm set on this. Uh so like they haven't pointed out whether he knows that yet or not, or how he's
1: Or she with actually confessed. He confesses to him in the most recent episode and then they also allude to some sort of ex girlfriend of his, so I assume there's gonna be more more um romance stuff coming in, I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so like I can understand that point of view of it. Um uh, Yeah, it's very it's very mid. It's it's okay. It's a six to six point five. Like I enjoyed watching it, but I didn't like I have no desire to go finish it. Like I have no desire to go keep watching it. Will I? Yeah. Probably. Like I'll probably come up and I'll finish it, see what happens. Um but within that three episode to four episode anime rule, it didn't capture my full attention. Um and then animation so that- wise it's it's pretty good. It's
1: Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's
0: just Yeah, it's very average, it's just it's what we're accustomed to, uh, and then when it comes to music, I don't even remember the music, so, like, that...
1: Yeah, I haven't, I think I've skipped the opening song every single time. I've heard bits of it, but it just nothing that made me want to listen to it, but it could be good, it could not be good, so sorry about that, but in all honesty, I've skipped it every time.
0: Yeah, if you're skipping it, then it's probably, uh... There's a reason. It's not something that catches your attention, so then you're not gonna wanna listen to it. Now that's just two people's point of views on it. Like other people obviously can have your own point of view. So not saying not to watch it, but it's very it's in the gray area again where it could be very good depending on where they take it. But it kind of keeps you in that little uh
1: Yeah, just little gray zone.
0: It is higher uh rated like star rating and like liked rating the noctoral sound. So like that has a cult Nag- following. So
1: Nagataro is barely clinging to a seven on my anime list.
0: Yeah, so and this is almost an eight, so it's like people
1: I don't which to to me honestly, I like I don't any anime that I enjoy I feel hesitant to rate it lower than an eight just because I know when I'm looking at stuff on my anime list which again is not the most accurate but I do use it to look up anime anything that's below an eight I'm gonna be kind of like skeptical about I don't know if you do yeah, that no,
0: see I I used to it me, like, early on seven, yeah early on was I was like that but <laughs> now I don't I don't care too much about it because like I've said in the past, there's like 15 Gintamas in the top 20. So it's like, I don't look at even when it comes to ratings. There's a lot of stuff, whether it be video games or anime or TV that like people may not like, but I give it a shot and I think it's great. Like it's so as long as something, the like the concept can keep me interested, then I don't care. Um, Next up with the show I didn't watch because I just didn't care for the concept, but I know you did, and that is Tokyo Avengers.
1: So, in a nutshell, Tokyo Avengers is sort of a remake of Erased in a way. Um, It's about a guy, um, what is his name? Hold on, hold on, I forgot his name, but I have it right here. Oh yes, Takamichi. You know, life isn't going too well for him, and then his girlfriend from middle school ends up getting killed by this gang and the whole plot centers around the fact that he's teaming up with this girl's brother to go back in time and prevent all of this from happening. Now there's a lot of good there's a lot of um good and bad things about this show. There's a lot I could criticize about it as far as how it pretty much rips off a race. Um, the rules of the power of Takamichi seem to be invented for the sake of convenience and just to keep the plot moving. There's a lot of things I could say about it. However, despite all its flaws, I have really been enjoying this show. It's probably one of the shows which the next episode I look forward to the most just because I want to know what happens. Um, I think it, Jacob doesn't really like the art style. The art style doesn't really bother me. I think it's fine. I will, however, I cannot overlook, maybe it was just the style of the time, but they have this thing with the big balloon pants, and I don't know if I'm just ignorant and that's really how it's supposed to be, but these pants in some scenes are literally huge. I think in the first or second episode, there was this one shot of them all walking away, and it literally looked like four Oompa Loompas, but anyways, I'm not gonna fixate on that too much, I just really had to point it out, but... I would rec I think this show is solid. Like just based on enjoyment alone, I would probably give it an eight. If I had to be more objective, I would rate it lower. But I think anyone who likes thrillers would enjoy this show. And I think the opening song is really good. I added it to my playlist. Um so yeah, if you like if you like thrillers, psychological stuff, time travel, go for it. There you have it.
0: Yeah, I, I've never been one in anime to like the whole delinquent look with the the white shirt and the parachute pants, and it just seems like every is character in this show is is that character. So it's like, it just doesn't intrigue me. Cause I'm like, I hate that character in every anime. So why would I watch anime with every character being that archetype? And it's just like, i would rather not. I don't even care if it's a good story, like it just doesn't intrigue me as much and yes they're also that's also what those are called they're so called parachute cool. pants big fluffy oh, okay. pants
1: yeah it's yeah you have all these biker gangs of middle schoolers that are overrunning tokyo and they sort of behave like an army too so it's a little bit ridiculous but I mean, it doesn't bother me enough to not watch it. I don't know why, but I—I I don't know. I can't tell you why I enjoy this, but I just do.
0: And that's fair. Like, I, there's, <laughs> there's stuff even on this this season that I enjoy, and you're like, I don't know why, and just it's just one of those things. It's personal preference, and you just you like what you like, and you enjoy it. Um, so we have. An anime that came out this season, I was very excited for it. It is probably one of the more I better looking when it comes to animation, but it, it's like Two Year Eternity where it the concept is very interesting, but like it's just very slow and it feels like nothing's happening. And that is an anime called 86. Now if you haven't seen this show it's basically in a utopian world where they're fighting a war with another country or
1: dystopia
0: or just dy- it depends who it depends on who you're looking at which view you're looking at Oh true uh, true If you're in 86 it's a dystopian if it's your you know what are they called the uh, the Alba, Alba. they're you it's like a utopian world but it's a world where there's these AI in quotation marks Doing the finger quotation can't see it. Doing mm-hmm. finger quotations um, are fighting this war for human the human race. So these Alba people think that their side is fighting with pure AI, just like the enemy side is. But in reality, we have the people that they consider the eighty-six, who are anybody who does not have white hair, white eyes, and pale skin. Uh,
1: Basically, not an albino. Yeah. I can't get over that they literally called this race of people the Alba. I mean,
0: yeah, and it's, talk
1: about lack like of creativity, but it is what it is.
0: Yeah, it's... So, basically, anyone in that point of view is considered human, and everybody else are just tools. So every day, <laughs> they'll come on, and you'll see a news report that says, no casualties in the war, but in reality, there's people dying constantly so I think this is a very good concept because the show is attempting to tell a story about racism and discrimination without really making any race feel attacked. Um, cause you don't have really different colored skin people in there. It's just mostly hair and eye. So like you're not feel no one, nobody would feel attacked by watching it. It's just more of like, but they can relate to what's going on. Uh, the issue I have with it, and even though I enjoy it at times, and I am interested in the characters and the world, it feels like in every episode, nothing really happens. They, I, I have no idea what the overarching story is. I have no idea where they plan to go with it. Uh, I just know that there are handlers, and then, you know, the people out fighting the war, and these spider robots, and they talk. And the the, people, yeah. first, you know...
1: the first five episodes is basically just Lena talking to Sheen over whatever communication system they use.
0: And it's Lena is a great character. She's interesting. She has these ideals that don't match with people, yet she's not scared to, you know, go out and say something about it, although she does realize that she's not really doing anything to better those ideals. She's just <laughs> complaining the whole time about
1: Yeah, all talk, no action. So but that, we both think she's gonna end up going out to the battlefield. Yeah, they
0: they hint, at, is going. they hint they that she's gonna go to the battlefield because they talk about an Alba who did it in the past, who led the army from the front line. So they, and even in the art, they show her right next to Sheen with the spider robot. So they they're really hinting that she's eventually gonna go out there. Now I they talk about how this these AI. Uh, army that's fighting them is eventually going to shut down uh whether it does or not i think eventually the show is going to go to a point where they are going to shut it down that that enemy is going to be gone and it's going to become more of a civil war where she's going to start take like becoming the leader of the 86 because they're going to obviously when the war is over they, they promise these 86 that they can rejoin society but you know the government would never do that They've been, having, they've been telling everyone that no one's been dying, and then eventually they're going to say, oh, here's all these other random people who don't look like us, that we're just accepting in. Now if the war's over, it would definitely raise too many questions, so I just feel like it's going to go to the point where they're going to try to kill off the 86, and she's going to get a group together to have a, like, a civil war.
1: She's going to team up with Sheen for sure. Um.
0: Which
1: I like Sheen. I, mean, yeah. I hope I'm right Shane the Reaper yeah. he's a cool character. he's like a cross between um Captain Levi and Yato from Noragami because he has the white handkerchief thing and then he's just a badass as well but I'm interested in learning more about his character um so we'll see where this goes but I'm I just kind of agree with you on that that I'm excited to see what happens but these it just feels like nothing's happening and I'm yeah, you have no idea what the main conflict is. Um I'm kind of interested to read the manga too, just because I don't want to wait to find out what happens, but I think it's I think it's based off a light novel and then maybe the manga's not caught up yet to the light novel. I'll I, check that, but I don't
0: know. Yeah, it's normally it how that a... happens is like gets a popular light novel and then eventually someone makes a manga out of it.
1: Um I think this show has a really strong soundtrack as well, uh, especially during the fight scenes. The music is just very unique. It's sort of hip hoppy. Um, I like the opening too.
0: Yeah, the opening's solid. It's
1: uh. It's not a, the best, but it's yeah, solid.
0: Like, it has this really cool guitar riff. I've talked about it, like it's where it sounds like I don't know if it's like a whammy bar. Or it sounds like they're dragging a chord, and it has like this really cool riff. But the issue is they do it like over and over and over again, so where you just get sick of hearing it. Like this is a really cool sound, but when you do it constantly, like it just kind of <laughs> takes away. Um, the ending is beautiful. Uh, I love pianos. I'm a sucker for piano. I think it's a beautiful instrument. Like I would love to learn to play one, but um, if at this point four concussions in, I don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> The woman that sings it though she has a very soft beautiful voice it's definitely a song i could listen to on repeat and keep me in a calm like state of mind uh so
1: i also want to know how sheen keeps driving all these handlers to suicide um, i think it might be because in one of the i think it was the most recent episode they start they reveal that the enemy ai they're taking the brains of the deceased soldiers and because of that they can broadcast the last thoughts of the 86 who died and i think that might be what's traumatizing the handlers but
0: yeah and i would explain throughout the show he constantly goes even if someone's like not dead but he thinks he can't take them back he just shoots and kills them right there so that they can't he shoots them in the head and uh, takes their thing
1: Uh, but they make it they they make it seem like he specifically is trying to get the handlers to commit suicide. So I want to know more about that as well. That I just <laughs> pretty dark, but I find that pretty interesting. Yeah, but I that's I don't I don't know if you have any final thoughts.
0: No, I I can't think of anything else. Uh, off the top of my head. Um, this is another one I hate to review, like put a rating on yet, but I'd probably give it like the same as to Eternity. It's like a six point five. It's like leaning towards that good because I think that the concept is very cool, and it has the potential to raise to pay on the show. Um, it's just very slow. Uh, so that can turn a lot of people off. Yeah, uh, I do not know what's well... next.
1: Next we have VV. This is another sci-fi show. I think I'm the only one of us who watched this, right?
0: Yeah, I never got a chance. I wanted to, um, but I haven't started it yet.
1: I think VV is pretty solid. I think it's going good to great. It started off a lot stronger for me. It was I thought at the beginning of this season that VV was going to be my favorite show, and I still like it, but I don't think it's going to be my favorite. Um, my Yeah, I think if you like sci-fi, you would definitely enjoy this. I mean, it's all about AI and trying to prevent the future war between humans and the AI. Um, My biggest criticism of this show is that they presented as sort of this clash between the sci-fi and the music genre, which I think is a really cool idea and not something that I've really seen done. However, the music has just really fallen short for me. Like, the title of the show is even "Vivi Fluoride Eyes Song or something. And if you're gonna have the word song in the title of the anime, like, you better have some pretty awesome music. And the music isn't terrible, but it's just very standard. Uh, it's very the poppy, J-poppy sort of music that you could find in any anime. It's really nothings. And this might just be a matter of my personal preference. Maybe other people are watching this and they're just loving the music. So if that's the case, you know that that's fine. But just my personal take, I wasn't very impressed by the music or the OP. It did get a bit better in the most recent episode that came out. I thought the music picked up a bit, and um, yeah. Other thoughts: the music. It look it looks great. Um. I'm excited I'll keep watching it I'm excited for to see where it goes but I would just say it's just good I would I would I would say it's a bit above mid tier but it's not great it's just at that kind of borderline if that makes sense
0: yeah it's, it's, I feel like it's one of those shows that's probably fall in the theme of the season was a lot of things coming out that really good concepts they're just don't know how they're being they're not being done like, as good as, like, the, the potential that they had, that concept has, or mm-hmm. to that, or it just hasn't got to that state yet. Um, It's only 13 episodes, so I imagine if you've watched, like, all seven that's come out, like, you kind of have an idea where this first season's gonna go, if there's gonna be a second season. Uh, it's, it was <laughs> on my list of things I wanted to watch, but I just, just kept trying, I was trying to get other stuff in, and I just kind of forgot about it until, like, Right before we, you know, we're going to do the first episode that I messed up and didn't record my voice on. But uh, right before we did that, I ended up watching a different show. I was actually going to go watch this, and then I realized, oh, I haven't watched this show, so I'm going to go watch that instead because I wanted to watch that more, anyways. Um, but.
1: Yeah. I mean, another thing I would say about this show is sort of the lack of. Op- I don't know, I don't like how should I explain this? Like the way the mo- the story moves along, it's that Vivi is sort of put into action um, at these various points in history that are considered to be the turning points of what leads to the AI human conflict. But it doesn't seem there's any overarching thing connecting all the dots. It's just sort of, here's this conflict, and then here's the next conflict. And that's sort of how the plot moves along. And there's no, there's really not a main enemy. I mean, there is this organization of people that are trying to instigate the conflict. But I don't feel they've explained too much of that. Um, so yeah, that's just, I don't know. I, I'm being really harsh with my reviews. Like, I'm making all these animes sound like they're terrible, and that's, like, that's not the case. I just, it's just easy to pick apart stuff when you're purposely reviewing things. So, I mean, I would still recommend vB to anybody who likes action and likes sci-fi. So, there you have it. But, um, moving they're on. I down
0: th- try to watch these. I, I definitely try to, to look at it more in that like reviewer sense where I'm like I'm thinking of what's good and what's bad but I still try to keep it as an anime fan like what I personally enjoy about it and sometimes I'll get lost in the show after an episode <laughs> or two and I have to go back and think about how I reviewed it and I gotta maybe sometimes even re-watch an episode or something like hey wait this happened I gotta let me, let me go see this again oh I can see that that's an issue or, hey that's really cool that they did this and um it can also be harder depending on what you're watching uh, when it comes to like subs and stuff because, like I stated before, I've had like four concussions. So sometimes I can't keep up with some of these subs. Uh, normally I can. Like it's normally I get into that rhythm and it's not even an issue. I can watch and read at the same time. But every once in a while you get those back and forths. And sometimes, depending on the show, it makes a difference in how you view it in whole because you're kind of, you're missing things mm-hmm. that are important.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I think that these next three shows only you watched if you want to get into that. I did see the first two episodes of Childhood Friends, but I think next up we have um, Combatants Will Be Dispatched. Which I actually saw the first episode of this too, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep watching it because it was hilarious, but I only saw one episode, so I don't really feel like I can say too much about it at this point.
0: Yeah, so Commands We Dispatched is a show I was very excited for when I realized that the writer who wrote Konosuba helped work on this. And if you've listened to this before, you know that I love Konosuba. <laughs> it is the best comedy out there when it comes to anime. It's funny great characters, so I was very excited about this and from the first episode you watch you can feel that Konosuba vibe now I don't think it's as funny as Konosuba is but it's not that far off like he, he didn't cut short it's not like if I would have watched this first I might have thought this was funny than Konosuba because he uses a similar comedic style he has his pervertedness jokes he has uh, these over-the-top characters. He has this dry humor that happens. Um, these running gags that he writes into his stories. And Conan Super has that, and you love it, and I love it here too. It has your main two characters. You have uh, this main guy. I cannot remember. I'm terrible with names. Okay, like I'm gonna give me a second to pull it up. <laughs> um. Do 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 do. Okay, I, I I don't remember what they call. Wait, him. isn't
1: his name like a number or something?
0: Something like that. It's uh, yeah, it's, they. He's number six, but he has another name. They go by like his last name, I believe. I don't. Uh, we'll just call him number six. But you have number six, and you have Alice, who is a little android robot. Now, normally in these shows, I get nervous with androids because they have this personality list husk; like they don't have, they just, they're just kind of there to be cute and like funny. Like, oh, I didn't know this was, uh, you know, a thing. Like they'll try to do something sexual and not know that it's sexual, stuff like that. To have this running gag, not out. Alice is. Full of character, she is just. She has that dry humor you expect from an android, but she just sticks it to number six every chance she gets. Like she's smart, she like understands basically everything. She just understands what's going on. She understands different languages. She understands the concept of the world, what's going on. So she is kind of like this complete opposite. Of number six who's just this buffoon who like really are like, you have no idea why he's on this mission like he is like what is he even good at he all he does is flirt with girls make you know sexual jokes uh, when it comes to combat they show him to be pretty good at combat but not like this overpowered protagonist where he's just like amazing he's not good at talking with people he's kind of a dick he's very straightforward he doesn't have a filter so it's they have this good little back and forth where they they go at each other because he'll say something and she just shit talks him and it's really funny how they uh, have this relationship that grows throughout the story um it's one of those things that you'd see in kono soup like it's very over the top characters like combatant six over the top. Alice, she's over top when it comes to her dry humor and her rudeness. You have characters later, you have this dragon girl who, like, every, or she's a chimera, I think. Everything she eats, she, like, gains attachment to. So she's, like, she shows characteristics of the stuff she eats, which is Shh. over the top. And then you have, like, a dark mage who's, like, can't walk and she's constantly doing, like, these weird, uh, rituals and hexing people and it like every like everything is just the worst it could possibly be for that person so like she can die and just come back to life and sh- everything she does it's just like such a crazy you know type of writing that I find very enjoyable. Um, I've only watched like four episodes because I had to get to other stuff. But I'm obviously I'm gonna finish it, and I hope that it keeps up the comedy. And I hope that it, like it doesn't get put on the shelf like Kono Suba has. Um, now, like I, I even though I like this very much, I still sit there and say, okay, you you made this, but where's Kono season three?
1: I mean, every time they make a terrible anime, I'm like, okay, you guys are producing this, but where's season three of Noragami? And various other shows, but... Yeah, I don't like know how the market works.
0: Yeah, so it's just like... But, it's very good. I'd give it a 7. Very good palate cleanser. You want to, like, watch it between more serious... Like, a lot of dramas this season. Plop it in. <laughs> Sorry about that. I had to sneeze. <laughs> you plop it, turn it on, watch episode 2, laugh, have fun, then go back to your drama where you can... You know, so you're not just putting yourself, digging yourself into a hole of like depression on these shows. Like you, can, you can keep it, you know, leveled out. I don't know what's what's the other one I have. That what would you say was next?
1: Oh, the uh something comedy where the childhood friend won't lose. I even watched that. I thought you watched that. I watched the first two episodes. It was fine. I didn't think it was bad. It's just that. These high school rom coms aren't my like cup of tea, so I just I pro if I wasn't watching so many shows I probably would have kept watching it. But I'm watching like ten shows this season, so some things had to go. And like so, childhood friend just sort of got the boot for me. But it wasn't it wasn't bad. I thought it yeah, was it was um, fine. But that's just my. personal You're not
0: problem. into rom coms, but I am pure.
1: I. L- rom-com I like trash rom- i like rom-coms coms. it's just i'm on the search for because i'm so i'm in my mid-20s for those who don't know so sometimes it just can get repetitive watching things where the hi- main characters are high schoolers, and that's not always the case for example i really enjoyed Mia. i loved it and there's other shows that are high school rom-coms that i've really liked but i just i just don't enjoy watching a ton of them that's what that. that's just my yeah. personal preference
0: yeah see i i can get that uh i get there for i get like sick of the whole high school trope but then i also really like the high school trope i don't know why it just i enjoy like just it's a very easy setting to <laughs> understand like you understand what's going on because high school we've all been to high school like it it's an easy setting um
1: yeah, but it's for, an easy setting to bring lots um, of
0: characters together. For this show, The Childhood Friend Won't Lose, um, it is probably my favorite show of the season. Because like I said, I am just, like, shoujo trash. I love rom-coms, romance. I don't know why. I don't know if it's just, like, my inner romantic side that just, like, loves
1: he, the he, idea. one of my favorite anime one of my favorite animes is Fruit Basket, and that one has high school characters. So I'm not trash. You don't have people. to keep
0: defending yourself on high school characters. You are like just trash <laughs> in high school. You're like, oh god, I can't. Eighty <laughs> percent anime involves high school. I can't. People think I don't like. Yeah.
1: But, uh, this <laughs> just, just clearing the record, setting the record straight. You
0: know this <laughs> this show. It has everything that I enjoy in a romance comedy you know show kind of jammed into one uh, It reminds me a lot of a show that came out in 2019 it was called like uh Mashumiya's revenge or something of that where it was like a guy you know there's these childhood friends who guy fell in love with the girl uh they end up leaving and then they think that the other person left because of certain reasons and they, like, go on this revenge, or, I want to get revenge on this guy now, because, like, I loved him, and he abandoned me. So in this show, it's very similar to that, where uh, the whole childhood friend in the title, I think, is funny, because it makes you think that it's going to be uh, the, you know, your usual anime romance girl who's perfect, and uh, the, every guy wants to be with. Uh, but this random protagonist guy gets her because you know that's how the the reasons of the show but in this it, it they play off that joke that the childhood friend always loses so in this show every single girl's a childhood friend like that's in love with this guy they all are childhood friends in some way or another so the title doesn't lie like the childhood friend won't lose because they're all friends in some way or another one of the best things about this show, though, that kind of makes makes me um, enjoy it is both girls uh, are great. Like, they're... I, I don't know which one... Like, normally, in a romance show, and you kind of have, like, those battles, you think, okay, this is who is best girl. He should be with this girl. Mm-hmm. This show, like, I generally like both of them, and I think they both bring something to the table that, you know, you can definitely see why he would have a hard time choosing. Now, um, while you're watching, it's, like I mentioned, the revenge plots, those start to come into play, and I think it's very clever and funny the way that that, how... You think early on that they're gonna announce who he's interested in and they're gonna get in this relationship and it's gonna become like this show where he's already dating somebody and it like almost they still maybe they're still fighting, but you think you think that he's gonna get with one of these girls. But the show like throws a twist on it where just because of pettiness and childhood, like just being a child, causes uh A rift because they're all trying to get revenge on each other for some reason or another that it like makes ends up in the end they all just get hurt nobody wins and they're back to square one like oh shit what do we do now and I just I thought it was a really funny twist I'm trying to spoil it like what happens but I thought it was just very clever Uh, the music is great for it very cute opening very cute ending generic for a rom romance anime. But it's cute nonetheless. Like it's just a cute little song. It, uh, this is probably my highest rating. Which is crazy. because It's only going to probably be rated an 8 for me. In like that great category. Because. Like it is. Generic. Like it's. There's other shows like it. But I think it does all those tropes very well. And it's very enjoyable. And if you like rom-coms. And you like romance. You're going to enjoy it.
1: Yeah, I've got you you were like a mosquito to the rom-com flame <laughs>
0: sometimes i get in these i just get in these rhythms right just that's all i want to watch and then there's sometimes i want shonen battle anime and there's sometimes i want comedy it just
1: me too i, I, I used to around. only watch I used to only watch Shonen, and then there was a period of time that the only thing I wanted to watch was Shoujo's. And now I'm kind of more balanced, but...
0: Yeah, and I think I, I enjoy do. romance anime a lot. Partially because I play a lot of JRPGs, so I kind of get that battle Shonen story in the video games I play. So that like when I go to watch something, I kind of want like a different flavor. So if I'm playing... You know, a JRPG. Uh, When I go to watch anime, I'm probably going to try to get a more romance or slice-of-life show that isn't... uh, So I can kind of clean my palate of what I've already been ingesting. (laughs) Now.
1: There's the anime it has to do with RPGs. I didn't watch this one either, but...
0: Now. Okay. yes. Coming up, we have... Pretty. This was up in the air between *Childhood Friend Won't Lose* and this show, uh, which is the full title is um, *Full Dive: The Ultimate Next Gen Full Dive RPG* is even shittier than real life. Um, this show, I don't know why. It has like it has bad ratings you on Mal, but Mal sucks. I don't care. Um, it's a very funny show. If you're a gamer, like I realized this when I was talking with Nicole, it has a lot of things where it's making fun of gaming tropes. So if you're not like a hardcore gamer, you don't play a lot of RPGs, like these might go over your head and you're just like, okay, whatever. Like you don't, you wouldn't think about it. Um, But it's definitely plays on those tropes of like, okay, in every game this happens and you can do this and this, the story goes this way because, oh, it's a video game. It has to do this. Well, in this show, it tries to, like, put real-life, um, aspects into a video game. So then it's, like, everything is, uh, like, what's the word i for it? The, um, uh, basically you playing in Iron Man mode. So, anything you do, you can't save scum, uh, If you die, you're dead. The game's over. Uh, So, like, any bad thing you do in a video game, say you're playing Skyrim, you're like, I'm gonna go kill this shopkeeper because he's a dick and fuck it. Well, now, there's no... You can't just save the game, kill him, and then come back. If you were to kill him, he's dead. Like, it's just... Moving on, you could ruin the story, and it's just a funny little way that they kind of make those jokes. And there's, like, a joke in the show that i find funny as somebody who, like i said plays jrpgs and plays rpgs uh i grew up in the mindset of I, no matter where i'm at on a map i have to clear the entire thing look at every corner hit every wall to see if there's a secret if there's an item somewhere because like i want to make sure i get everything and my characters are as decked out as it can possibly be and so in the show they have a moment where a bunch of crazy stuff happens So he runs out of the beginning area thinking, you know, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, all this stuff's happening. Don't want to spoil it. But eventually he wants to give up on the show, but this girl who... Or give up on the game. And this girl, like the other little main female, is trying to talk him in to keep playing it. So she shows him a video of, like, supposed to be, like, basically a professional game where the only guy who's ever to beat this game. And he just gives you, like basic tips like he's just being a dick he's like get good quit being a bitch like he's like hey you looking for a weapon how about you just look in the corner of your house there's a sword right there where in most games people would wake up they get in the house they would just instantly want to get out of the house get into the world they wouldn't even think to check their house for anything because a lot of times there's nothing in it. you're supposed to go meet someone and they give you the stuff but so in this it's just like there's a sword right there and so it's kind of like they play on that and they even bring up something where it's like logistical where uh, a murder happens and the main character is the people think he killed him which he kind of does but in a way he doesn't do it on purpose and like a a detective is like you know this guy died with a, a you know a fruit knife when there's a sword right there so if you were trying to kill this guy could just use the sword so like i don't think he killed them, you know if anything on purpose it's just kind of like those little like funny things that i thought was enjoyable um so yeah this is probably my second favorite um, i think it'll get overshadowed by two-year eternity like 86 and um you know, especially like will of Dispatch because that has a known writer. Like, there's a lot of stuff that's going to overshadow this. But I think it's a very fun show. And it has a Kirito-like character who just has character development. So it's, like, it's very good. In my, I enjoy it a lot. So it's probably be that 7.5 to an 8 for me. Um. And, like, I would definitely recommend it if you play a lot of games and, like, you want to have, like, a good, like, parody comedy of, like, that video game RPG world.
1: Nice. Well, the next one only I watched, and it's a music one. It's called Snow White Notes. Overall, I think it's pretty solid. The music... Unlike BB, I actually liked the music in this one. One, um, like, I don't know why, but as I was watching this, I couldn't help but think it was sort of, like, the Prince of Tennis, but with Shyamason's. Because the main character is dark-haired, like, very brooding, doesn't talk to anyone. He just wants to be a better Shyamason player. Or maybe not be, he wants to live up to the shadow of his grandfather, who was this legendary Shyamason player and yeah it's i think it's pretty good i mean it looks good it's the animation started off pretty good and then it seems they kind of dropped the ball a bit as the series went on but i would recommend it to anyone who likes slice of life and music um it sort of started off as this kid um leaving his hometown his name is Setsu, and going to tokyo and they started off with this sort of young adult in the big city narrative, but then it turned into this high school thing because he ran into his mom, who is this famous singer that abandoned him. And she, for some reason, forces him to go to high school. So then he joins he, or he joins this shamason club and begin, becomes acquainted with um, some other characters. Um, I definitely think the weakest part of this show is the characters. No, none of them are really memorable or stand out. There was a really good character in the first episode. She was uh, the pin-up girl. I really liked her. She did sort of kung fu moves out of nowhere. And then for some reason they wrote her off the show. So I was really disappointed when she left. Because I really liked her. But um, not much else to say about this. I really like the OP and the ED. Um, yeah, pretty pretty solid. Not Not great, but definitely good. So if you like Slice of Life, if you like music check it out and it's also really cool learning about because i'd never heard of the shamisen before so i feel like it made me more knowledgeable about another culture and about music in general so i did enjoy that but yeah Uh, Moving on, next we have Mars Red, which I'm surprised this one wasn't higher in the popularity list because I was not, as were you, I think we're not planning to watch this because I'm not particularly into vampire shows, but it looked cool. I heard good reviews, so I was like, you know, why not check it out? And I thought I was really impressed. It's, in my opinion, one of the stronger vampire shows I've seen it's definitely not a turn your brain off kind of show personally I am sort of fried at the end of the day and it's difficult for me to fu- <laughs> it's difficult for me to follow a show that has a lot of nuances and just a lot of plot threads I feel like there's a lot of political nuance in the show that you sort of have to keep track of it's probably not that much it's probably more the fact that I'm like tired and not pay- paying close enough attention
0: yeah it's pretty but... easy to follow along like I think it's just a <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm just uh, trying to. As a
0: student out. in med school and then trying to go and pay attention to. Uh, like, just little things. You're kind of like, alright, I've been looking at little things my entire day. I'm tired of this shit. Like, can I just. I just, like. I just want to see colorful things blow up. Like, I don't. I don't need all this. <laughs> but. No, I don't this want to distract
1: sh- these characters, all
0: these nations. Yeah, no, all this these this show is definitely. uh like, I had no intention of watching it. I happened to do it just kind of like a, you know what, this is this is a show I don't think I'm going to watch, so why not? I'm just going to turn it on. Who knows? Like, maybe I'll like it. Um, I really like Sarah for the End, which is a vampire show, so I thought, you know what, I'll give it a shot. And it surprised the hell out of me. Um, my first thing I noticed was that the animation felt very dated it had heavy lines and it had like these weird backdrops that seem like they're more painted on than animated. Uh, But you can see that they put detail in certain places. Like when they're showing different gears and all these different things that they do to keep themselves like protected from vampires or keep vampires in those very detailed uh, machinery. Yeah when there's, like, slight transformations from, like, when the vampires go from in, like, their passive state to more aggressive, they have, like, these little uh, changes, and it feels like those character designs are more detailed, so you can tell that they didn't have maybe the budget to put as much as they wanted, so they kind of pick and chose where they put this budget. Um, but the writing, man, the writing is what surprised me. Like, it... they They were able to keep you interested while giving little bits of information you know foreshadowing this or highlighting something that's going on here or the way that they talk back and forth it's just uh, really well done and it, it makes every character interaction interesting because you, you never know what you're going to learn from the story uh, like it's another show you have an idea what, what the future of the show is going to go to but they haven't just straight up they, it's not like a like, uh, exposition jump it's so they're slowly explaining the world, what's going on. Um and I really like that style of storytelling. And the vampires aren't like these overpowered beings. They almost portray them as almost like just diseased people or just bugs. Like they're really not that dangerous because like all you can do is just, you know, Put a metal door up and wait till sunlight, and they're gonna die. Like, it's not a big deal uh, dealing with them. They're mostly in hiding and scared of, you know, being alive. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Which I think is an interesting uh, outlook. And the main character, the main guy, the general, is definitely a very interesting character. He has a, a lot of history with characters that are in the show. He has history with uh vampires in general and he's just a very dark brooding character but you can see the nuance and what like you could see that he wasn't always like that and you, you can get curious of what made him develop into this like do what has to be done even though like you can see he cares about the human race and vampires and he wants to cleanse people and help them but he feels bad Uh, when anyone else has to take any pain other than himself so uh, when I talk about like the animation being dated I actually don't think gonna show that it makes a big difference because it's supposed to be based like the 1930s so this dated animation almost works because it makes it feel old-timey it makes it feel like you in the you know later Mm -hmm. back in the days
1: yeah, I thought it went really well with the show. Um, yeah, the char- the characters are interesting. They have vam- vampire Ken Connegie. Literally a teenage, white-haired, edgy character. And he even has a mask, so here you have it. Um, yeah, I was surprised. I'm definitely going to keep watching this and see where it goes. I've really been enjoying it. Um, I also like the... They had a good... Yeah, as you were saying, the dialogue is really good. They had a lot of emphasis on poetry because there's this thing, there's like this theater thing and then, oh yeah, there's that character that he seems to be, it's a vampire. They say he's an S tier uh, vampire, but he seems like he's going to be really important because he's the only character shown in the ED. It's just all different snapshots of him. Which by the way, I really like the E D song the too. I think it's great. Added that to my playlist as well. Yeah, the
0: song is really good. It like it reminds me of Bring Me the Horizon. Uh their most recent stuff, which I do enjoy. And, and it kind of like a good mix. If you like that, you know, uh you know, punk metal ish sound or if you know those bands, it's a good mix of a Japanese band called One Ok Rock, and then Bring Me the Horizon. It's like, you put them together, that's this band, it's a good song. Um, And the OP is good, it's just like a a Japanese instrumental uh, that you hear in a lot of anime, with like that generic anime-ish style, but it fits the show, and it kind of has the same OST, where it's like that historic Japanese type sounds.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there you. Ha- I'm. I'm. Su- yeah. I'm. I was surprised this wasn't again higher on the popularity list, but who knows? But next we have another show that only you watched. Did I put the correct number of S's there? Is that S
0: four S's? Yeah.
1: Four S's
0: in on. Um. This is in the Goodman universe. Goodman came out. 2018 19 season. Uh, it's made by Trigger. Trigger made. Uh, I think they made *Darling* the Franks. Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure Trigger is what well, made *Darling* the Franks. They it made uh, *Kill a Kill*. Um, they're they branched off of the people who made uh, Gurren Logan. Like a branch of them. I believe that that is Trigger. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Could be wrong. I'm pretty sure, though. Um, but yeah, this is in that realm. And Gridman was good. It was solid. Definitely a niche. Um, I really liked this show. And I really wanted to watch it because growing up, I was a big Power Rangers fan. And. Because of that, Gridman had a very Power Rangers-esque feel. Now I know that Japan had a lot of these different types of shows. Power Rangers just the one that got big on the West, but uh, it definitely kind of put me that nostalgic. Like it had very pretty animation, which Gridman didn't have. Uh, they've always animated the characters very well. They've always had very good um, designs for each character that make them stand out. They're very unique, but. The like CGI battle fights that were in uh Goodman weren't the best, where I feel like in Daijan they've definitely touched up on that. It's a lot better, it's a lot cleaner, it's prettier. Uh writing wise, it's not so far it hasn't been like the best written. Good wasn't the same way, or it just wasn't it was fun and intriguing, but it wasn't like the best story. And so I expect the same from this show. Uh if you like over-the-top robot fighting with uh, it's just definitely it could be a fun show for you like, it's not anything that's gonna blow your mind when it comes to deep storytelling but it's definitely a fun show to watch uh, the music fits that style of show, it's very upbeat and heroic it just kind of has that that vibe to it um a lot of the characters are fun and interesting like one of the things i love about trigger and especially this good man see that they've been doing is the way that they they draw their eyes like every character has like a different iris design they have these funky colors will have like a teal going into a greenish blue and they all have like these very unique eyes and i've always found it really cool the way that they design them and I've seen that kind of style taken and put in the video games, but like it's just done very well in this show. Uh, so I'd probably give it like a 7. Uh, I've only watched the first couple episodes. So I don't know how the story's going to develop, as you know. but I, I'm not expecting much because of uh, where Gridman went. But it's definitely a show that I enjoy, and if you like that style, you'll enjoy it as well. wanted to see yeah nope i was right kill a kill balance thanks yep i was right okay had to make sure that i wasn't uh... anything else they made that nope okay All Right. i don't know
1: next up we have the upset at least in my opinion the upset of the season and that is odd taxi Now, I can tell you I had zero intentions of ever watching this show. I saw the cover art, I saw the cartoony design, I saw the animal people, I saw the description, which whoever wrote this description that went up on whatever site I read it on, they should be fired because they did a terrible job. They basically were just said, oh, taxi driver picks up various people who tell them snippets about their life. And I was like, this sounds boring. It sounds terrible. And boy was I wrong because I heard all the great reviews of this show. So finally, I was just like, you know what? I need to check it out. And honestly, I've this is probably one of my favorite shows of this season. Um, for those of you who haven't seen or heard of it, it is not a comedy as they. It is not some sort of cartoony, goofy comedy as I thought it was. This is a psychological thriller slash dramedy we um, You have your main character, he's a walrus named Odo Kawa, and it centers on him and these sort of intertwining plot threads involving various people that he picks up in his taxi, but it all comes back to this, uh, there's this disappearance of a teenage girl, so that's sort of the main mystery, what happened, and you kind of, you discover more about it as all these different character threads come together and... The sound is great i think the art is great um what do you what
0: do you think um it is, it's another one i had no intention of watching uh until you said something to me and then i was like okay i'll watch it um and man it this is what i was talking about subtitles going too fast and not be able to pick up vital points this is the show i was talking about now it's not a constant it's just more sometimes it's this banter between characters in the taxi and that um can sometimes go a little fast and i had a hard time keeping up with it but that could just be a my issue but overall the story i thought was really interesting how each of these characters are somehow tied, like they're slowly tying these threads together of all these different characters and this mystery and this.
1: Uh, yeah, the writing is, the writing is excellent. That's really hard to do to have so many different because there's a lot of characters yet they're all connected and it's done in a very good way that makes sense. So props to whoever wrote it.
0: Yeah, and there's, there's like this hidden theme. When Nicole came up with this theory that I added on to where it was. A uh, hallucinization of some type of humanoid, a human, and he's just visualizing everyone as these animals. Because when you make jokes in this show about animals, then they like they just shrug it off, like oh whatever, like they don't. Yeah, crazy. And uh, any flashback that they show, it, it, they show human hands, human body parts. There's even one where it shows like a car accident and a human arm flops out of it. And so you're like, well, there's no humans in this world; they're all animals. What's this hint that they're giving? Um, so that was Nicole's, like, uh, what that said was. Th-
1: yeah, that was my theory. They also hint that Otokawa has some sort of psychological or some sort of trauma thing going on.
0: Yeah, so- because of that, I came up with the theory to add on to hers, where during the show he's talking to somebody in a closet. And, um, because of that, like, I had this theory that he's talking to his himself that's in the closet, like, his own consciousness, because he's constantly saying, you're not trapped here, you can leave whenever you want, and I just believe that he's telling himself, hey, wake up, you're not trapped in this world, this is, you know, you can leave whenever you're ready, like, I'm not holding you here. Um, uh, now, uh. I'm getting a lot of feedback on your end. Like, I'm hearing myself. Oh.
1: Um,
0: I, didn't, I didn't, and then now I hear myself now. I don't know what changed.
1: Let me turn down the volume. So, I had some headphones and my robot vacuum. Accidentally ate the cord. So, I need to get new ones. But let me know if that's better.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't hear myself now. Can you still hear me? Okay. I don't know how long that was going on. I just noticed it. Like, it got really like I could hear myself, so I don't know how long that was happening. But, like I was saying, uh, like, I think it's going to involve, like, somebody who maybe got in a car accident, they show, they hint at, and you're looking at maybe his life, or maybe stuff that actually happened to him, but it's just in this animal world. And I think maybe eventually, like, once the show wraps up, and you get to, like, this climax you're gonna he's this this person's actually gonna wake up and then it's they're gonna solve this mystery and it's gonna be like a whole how did you know this and it's like oh when I was in my dream I thought about all this stuff and it kind of clicked for me so it's definitely one I'm gonna like, it's very interesting I'm gonna have to finish it uh surprise of the se- surprise of the season did not expect to
1: yeah, I mean either came out of nowhere. I think we have one show left and that's that's all you if you wanna take it away. Unless you had any other last comments about odd taxi. Uh but
0: not really, but uh
1: I mean I would just recommend like anyone who hasn't checked it out, like you really should check it out. It really it really is a good show, so
0: yeah, no, it's definitely like if me. you if you're thinking, Oh, it doesn't look like my cup of it just watch the first couple episodes and you're you'll be like, Oh, okay and you're gonna wanna watch it. Like it's just it it it's <laughs> pretty it's a lot of shows have been slow this season. I'm not gonna say it's overly fast paced But it's uh It definitely has consistently given you information that keeps you want to uh Want to watch. Um, the last thing. It's just that. Uh, for this episode that I watched. And. It's a remake of a show. That came out. Don't know when it came out. But it's a remake of a show. That came out a while back. Um, and. That is a battle athletes. Restart. Uh. Or battle, athlete, cosmo, beauty, restart—something along those lines—is like the English translation. Uh, This is a show about cute girls doing different sporting events against each other to become basically the queen of the galaxy. Uh, It's a lot of plot holes. Like this isn't a plot-driven show um, because it's like all these girls from different planets in our solar system and you're like but how are they living on these planets i don't know there's like people from like jupiter which is a gas giant people from like uh uranus i think it's a gas giant it's like pluto which is basically a moon i'm like how are these people living here this doesn't really make any sense but whatever cool like i don't really care move on and It's a fun little cute girls doing cute things show. Um, There's a lot of uh, adorableness to, like, the main character, uh, Kantana, something like that, Kanata, I think it's Kanata. Uh, She is literally just a potato farmer, and so she got all of her, uh, like, athletic traits from farming which is a little funny, and it's a little cute, and it's just just stuff like that. They try to add some, like, deepness to it with a character who, like, got in an accident, lost her arm and her leg, but she still is trying to, like, be the Cosmo Beauty with these cybernetics, even though, like, she is really enhampered because she can only go so hard before the cybernetics start to act up. Um, And they have supposed to have, like, the secrecy of this character who is the whole reason that Kanata is in the Cosmo Beauty. is because she met this girl who then disappeared and she, like, promised her that she'd become the Cosmo Beauty. Um, and she meets her again in this school during this competition, but she doesn't remember her. So it's like, supposed to be like this intrigue, but there's just really no intrigue there. Like, it's not a heavy plot show. It's just fun with cute girls. So it's not... I wouldn't like it's not a show I would probably recommend for somebody to watch. But I think if you were to watch it, you would have fun and enjoy it. Like it's not a show you're gonna get drive home about. But it's a fun little cute girl show. Like this is one I'd probably give like a six. It's okay, it's nothing crazy but I did have a little fun watching it and watching the cute girls do cute stuff. Um, So I believe that's everything we've watched.
1: Yeah, that's everything we've watched collectively, so that pretty much sums it up. So there you have it. Yeah, uh,
0: there's more stuff out there. If there's anything that you guys watch that you uh, would like to recommend, you can you know shout out to us on Instagram we do have an Instagram which is Anime Coffeehouse Podcast. On Instagram you can email us at animecoffeehousepodcast@gmail.com at with reviews any type of uh um recommendations any suggestions, yeah, suggestions. any thoughts uh, This isn't like we don't like if you like something it's fine like it's not don't feel like disheartened if you hear us say something that maybe we don't like it. It doesn't mean that you can't like it or that you may, maybe something you think is amazing that we don't. Don't ever feel like something you like. Don't ever feel bad about liking something that you like because it's, it's, everything's subjective. And like, just find what you enjoy and enjoy it. Don't worry about if, yeah. you know, who cares but, you're gonna find somebody who feels the same way and you you can, you know, geek out over it. So just enjoy what you enjoy and like we hope that we can uh geek out with you and enjoy those same things.
1: Uh yeah, this is just our coffee house of personal opinions.
0: Yeah, this is just like bullshitting over, you know, with somebody about what you're thinking at that moment in time. It's not the be all end all of anime Mm. although i think my opinions are the be all end all that you know everyone should agree with me but (laughs) that's just personal preference you know
1: yeah i think overall this season is pretty solid there's nothing that has sort of blown me out of the water i mean as far as new shows go because again, we have the final season of Fruits Basket airing, and that has been blowing me out of the water. But st- strictly speaking, about just new shows, there's lots of good, good stuff, but nothing super amazing. I would say I'm the most excited for Two Year Eternity. Um, what was your favorite of the season again?
0: One of my favorite is definitely the uh, rom com where the childhood friend won't lose. But oh yeah. Uh, most excited for, I'm probably the two year eternity. Although I think that that odd taxi has a really big twist ending. It could definitely steal the yeah. season for me. Um, this season, it's not as good as last season, but it's better than everything we had last year. So it's like, at least we're, yeah. we're staying at this good pace this year of solid anime. Unlike last year, where we had like two shows all year that were new that were any good. Um, two to three, I, and I can't even think off the top of my head because it's that unforgettable that's kind of like put you in that weird mm-hmm. uh spot. But next season, we or not next, next episode, we have something special planned for you guys, and we hope that we can uh work that out, make it a little fun episode uh thank you for hanging in with us and i will apologize again for the mess up with the recording uh that's purely just like me just not paying attention to notice that my voice wasn't getting picked up i have two bars that show when voices are coming in directly in front of me and i just somehow never noticed that one of them wasn't moving
1: it happens at least you at least you listen to it otherwise it would have just been an episode of me talking to myself and answering to nobody talking to a ghost
0: that would have been pretty enjoyable i think actually you know would have been pretty fun um thank you guys we'll see you on the next episode so uh all
1: right thanks for joining us bye